Welcome to Starks Naked. I'm Wilkes, and today we spoke to Rosie Cardell, who is a physiotherapist that specializes in pelvic floors, uh, and in particularly pre and postnatal uh, work with, with new mums and mums to be. Getting back in the gym after having your first child, or even your second child, or even third child, so depending on how many children you have. Um, Rosie spoke about a number of things, including her passion for open water swimming, which is very interesting considering she is winter open water swimming. Um, so guys, please enjoy this episode of the podcast, uh, and we will be bringing you more and more guests over the next couple of weeks, which is very, very exciting. Uh, and if you could all do me a favor and just go, like, subscribe, review, share, do all those things that everybody does now. Uh, it would really help us in terms of our uh, information and education with the people that we're talking to uh, on our podcast to, to get it more recognized uh, within the community. So without further ado, I introduce you Rosie uh, and the podcast. Right, cool. Well, thank you, Rosie. Rosie Cardell. I said it right, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. you did. <laughs> that would have been full labor at the first hurdle. Um, so yeah, so Rosie's kindly joined us today to talk about her professional background and also her experience with working with pre and postnatal. Am I right in saying pre and post? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and we're going to touch on some of the journey that you guys have done with um, Jodie, who is obviously James's wife, um, to talk about her journey through post-pregnancy mm -hmm. uh, or postnatal, as, yeah. as the industry says. Um, and then we'll just kind of shoot the wind with, with some other bits and pieces. So, so thanks, Rosie. Um, yeah, my pleasure. And do you want to just give us a brief overview of who you are, what you do, uh, your background and what you're interested in, I guess. Yeah, so I'm Rosie, I'm a physiotherapist, but I'm in a speciality called pelvic health physiotherapy. So I'm sort of interested in anything from like the ribs down to the mm -hmm. tops of the thighs um, and all of the functions that are in that part of your body. So it's particularly changes when we have a baby um, and then postnatally as well. So um, I came from like a sporting physio background mm -hmm. And now what I love is like marrying the two. So getting women that are active or have been active back to enjoying that passion again after having a baby. Yeah. And and oh, we briefly spoke off camera just now. So I've got two boys, which is obviously crazy. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, um, when my wife was going, certainly through the second pregnancy, I think it was, where she was actively training before she wanted then to obviously come back into training and get back into the gym she was exceptionally confused and actually turned to me, which I'm probably no expert to say when she should be going back to the gym. Um, and we did a bit of research and went through NHS and things like that. And she found it exceptionally overwhelming and also confusing to, to the types of information that was actually out there. Yeah. So I, I'm guessing that's, I guess it's the, the million dollar question. I mean, is that something you get asked on a daily basis when I yeah. should be going back? And I guess each case is different in a way. Completely. I think like everyone is different. Everyone's going to have a different journey into the pregnancy mm. and then out of the pregnancy. Um, but I think it, like more and more it needs to be understood that pregnancy does change your like physical body. And yeah, we need to have an element of just understanding timescales and things like that. And that's what we've done with the app is like try and really understand that there's a six week time frame in which you can do stuff, but you're probably not going to be wanting to like load structures. Mm -hmm. um, often people come to me and say, oh, well, I stayed really active in my pregnancy. And that's like, well, that's great. But your pregnancy or your baby almost like stents some of your anatomy. So it, you can sometimes feel very different with your training yeah. in pregnancy as you can just in that early postnatal stage. So I suppose it's like everyone is different, but... 
um, I generally try and educate women to go off like a, yeah, their healing time. So the first six weeks, just rest, recover, do, you know, um, eat well, move as little as you can, but just, you know, see what your body's telling you. And then from that six to 12 week mark, you're sort of wanting to just uh, reconnect. So reconnect with your breathing, with your pelvic floor, with your core. Um, and because often the changes that pregnancy have created might make the like mind muscle connection yeah. different. So you just want to improve on that connection really. And then after that, then you can start loading and start sort of doing a bit more impact and yeah, challenging those systems really. So yeah, yeah. no, it's um, like, like I said, it's, it's definitely an interesting topic because, yeah. <laughs> and it's a constant topic as well. Cause I guess as, as we evolve as humans and, and obviously the labor stage and stuff, it, yeah. it, it kind of progresses into, into what training should be and what shouldn't be and super interesting. But one of the things that, that we also um, kind of looked at as a, as a, as a couple was the, um, the, the pre and during. And there was a lot, of, a lot of information that said that she should be doing certain things to then recover a lot quicker, which I know the pelvic floor is the, yeah. is the key one. Yeah. And she would always say to me, and she'll hate me for saying this, she said, I'm doing it now. She was like, how do you know I'm doing it? <laughs> which was quite funny. Well, that's exactly yeah. it. Like actually, and we've done this in, with Jodie in the rebuild, but you should, nobody should know you're doing pelvic floor exercises. <laughs> no, so no. you can be doing yours now. I am. And I, and I can be doing <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think like there are definitely things you can do, um, which I think with Starts Fitness we haven't done yet, but yeah. um, during your pregnancy, um, the sort of uh, medical, chief medical officers say that we should be, we should be exercising, we yeah. should be exercising about 150 minutes a week. And with pregnant women, we should be also thinking about that strength stuff. Mm. So we should be staying strong in our pregnancy. We should be trying to move. There are gonna be things like women, women experiencing pain or, you know, things that might limit them into how well they're moving. But we shouldn't be sort of just saying, oh, I'm pregnant, I'm just gonna put my feet up for nine months, um, which I've had friends that have, yeah. you know, give it, said that to yeah. me and I just wanna go like, la, 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 la. Um, so yeah, there's definitely like, we shouldn't fear movement. We should mm. be continuing to maintain strength because strength can really help with your labor, depending on how you labor. And then postnatally, you're maintaining that like mind-muscle connection, which is your first stage of your rehab postnatally yeah. um so it can really help with that like shortening you're not gonna you, you can't really speed up natural healing times but you can optimize them so you can just make them as you know short as they should be you're not like you're not going to turn a natural six week healing time frame into three mm. um but you can make sure that you get out of the, that that yeah. six weeks at six weeks and I, and I guess something like this excuse my ignorance if it is the case that I guess the science and the, and I was gonna say the technology, but the science in terms of where we were 30 years ago is completely different to, to today. I mean, I might be wrong. It might be the no, same sort of thing. Yeah, and I think like, it's just, it's sadly that just there hasn't been the science. Well, yeah. there has, there's the science there maybe, but there hasn't been the research. Mm. So lots of evidence. Um, and this is what we're finding like, where my love for like getting women back to sports and like lifting and things yeah. like that. Lots of like, um, evidence about how we lift and what we should do when we lift is based on male anatomy or yeah. the men lifting. And actually as women, we do have different anatomy and we need to understand what we can do to try and like optimize that again. So yeah, yeah pregnancy wise, you know, like um, my mum's generation and maybe your mum's generation yeah. would say, um, 
oh my word, you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Stop, don't, Stop. don't yeah. lift that, don't, you know. Yeah. And it's like you're put, sort of put into this like disabled like category. Yeah. You're not, like yeah. you're just, you're growing yeah. human and actually um, exercise can, well, improve your physical health, your mental health. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's hugely important for your baby oh, as absolutely. well. Absolutely, yeah. So, well, staying healthy in, in mind and body is, is probably the key to a good pregnancy, I would have thought. Definitely. And, and, and it's, it's quite interesting, you, you touched on it there, the, in a way, it was almost functional fitness that mm. you were talking about there, which is something that we obviously live and breathe here at Starks. And, and it's, it's quite interesting that we've now created this program called Rebuild with Jack uh, and yourself to, to hopefully bring women who are confused or not sure what they should be doing to get them back to that point where they might want to start lifting or they might want to go into other exercises yeah. or they might just want to stay healthy. Exactly, um, yeah. Which is a really interesting um, uh I was going to say, it is a product, I suppose. It is a product that we're bringing to market. So, yeah. So, what are your thoughts on the, the, the kind of that, that product as a whole? I think it's amazing. And I think it's really, like, great as a gym that um, you're building things mm. like that. Because, you know, um, I haven't had children. I, I'm, I don't know whether I want to or not, but that's a different conversation. But, um, don't do it. <laughs> but it's not worth it. I would like to know that I... It, I was, if I was to choose a gym to train at, yeah. that they are understanding... Yeah what I might go through at a certain point in my life. And, you know, it, it's not an, an inevitability for every woman that they're going to mm -hmm. have that. But just understanding that what a woman needs to do um, at a particular stage in their sort of rehabilitation and their, pro, you know, their, their lifespan is a really important thing to be addressing. Yeah. Um, and it is a bit of a hot topic at the moment, um, which is great because it's my passion and yeah, what I yeah, love. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, I think um, Rebuild is just, yeah, this amazing product. You're right, mm. that just, um, you know, just we, we've done lots of like education in it. So we've done lots of education about how to do pelvic floors so that, you know, we can be doing them now because yeah. we know how we're doing them, about breathing, about that reconnection. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just try to give a sort of really nicely tailored approach to build your strength mm. back up. Um, I actually, um, in in kind of prep for, for us chatting today, I kind of went through your Instagram. Um, I, I did it with Jack yesterday, went right the way back through his Instagram <laughs> and pulled it. Um, but I, I noticed on there, um, you were talking about pelvic floor for not just women, but also for men. Mm -hmm. um, from what you were saying, I know I might be wrong, I might have read it wrong, but is it quite important for, for men to be doing pelvic floors yeah. or not as much? <laughs> I guess it's for, uh, for another element. Yeah, I think it's it's a muscle. So yeah. um, if, you know, you said, oh, I want to get really nice, big, strong arms, which I'm sure you've yeah, got. you'd work on that. You'd work <laughs> yeah. on that. You'd yeah. maintain that strength. If, say, your training fell off for some reason, you'd still occasionally know that you could lift a bicep yeah. or a, not a bicep, you could lift a weight and that would maintain this, again, connection to know, okay, that's my bicep working. Yeah. Men have got pelvic floors too. Mm. Um, they provide the same function um, as they do for the like for women so our mm -hmm. bladder our bowel and our sexual function um and yeah if we're not understanding where they are when dysfunction in those functions yeah. happen um you men will still need to reconnect potentially with where that muscle is and train it and strengthen it in the right way so it is an important thing yeah. um for men as well i think it's not spoken about as much because they don't Generally, men can't go through a life-changing event. And we also didn't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, and there's, like, there's just, just yeah. this conversation that doesn't happen. Yeah. But um, yeah, if men are experiencing dysfunction in any of those areas, mm. then um, you know a pelvic health physio could help them out with that. So. Okay.
Yeah. I wouldn't like to ask how they do that, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sports massage on that area wouldn't be fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, going back to, to your Instagram, I, I took a quick look through and I see you're a very keen open water swimmer. Is that I am. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I did my research. You're you impressed. <laughs> so yeah. is that something you've always done? Um, yeah, well, I suppose I've always, I like grew up by the sea. Mm -hmm. um, so we would always have like a Christmas day or Boxing Day swim yeah. and I would always be the one that like it didn't seem to phase as much yeah. um, and then I moved to Bristol and somehow found out about Henley's Lake oh yeah it's a very cool place yeah, yeah. put myself on the waiting list which took about two years and then I when I was there swimming in the summer I overheard somebody say oh if you um if you do a winter season, then that you're more likely to become a full-time member. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. so I did this my first winter season last season and absolutely loved it. Yeah. And I'm, um, yeah, addicted. I went today, actually. Because there's, um, there's quite a lot of, um, oh, it's quite a hot topic, actually, the, the cold water therapy and stuff like that. And I've, I've always done it, but just standing in the shower, just to, to, to <laughs> yeah. full, full cold, every, every shower I have. But there's a lot of people now saying that it benefits the breathing and, and the kind of the recovery, recovery time on, on the body, which, obviously is only going to aid people in, in our position from a, from a gym, gym element. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's super cool. I've never done open water swimming, apart from having to save my cousin once. Oh Being no. Being Tenerife, couldn't swim. All the parents from the beach to get, get drunk. Oh <laughs> so I was like David Hasselhoff off the top of the boat. Well done. <laughs> um, but that was a long time ago. I was about 12, I think. Oh my time. word. But, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting topic. Certainly open water swimming is... Yeah. Um, it's something I've always been keen on. Have you never thought about getting in the docks? Oh my God, no. <laughs> have you seen that they're trying to make yeah, it? I can't imagine it being I just walked the... past it now and I was like, what would entice somebody to get into that water? Yeah. It's disgusting. I've done it on a night out once. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> England beat Germany in there and okay, I didn't want even a World Cup. It was just a night out on a Saturday <laughs> night and I ended up in the water. Oh my God. Which wasn't fun. Uh, anyway, we, we digress massively. <laughs> You're here to tell the tale. So, um, so Jodie, I just want to kind of touch on the subject. We did it with Jack yesterday um, from, from his perspective in physically training her. Um, I'm sure she won't mind us talking about this no. because she has done such a great job and yeah. people can obviously find that on her Instagram and in terms of her journey where she was and where she is now is is um is super impressive actually. Yeah. Um in terms of the, the the physical outcome that she's done and obviously getting back to being fit and healthy after yeah. two two children under two. So yeah. uh so yeah, what's, really what's well. your thoughts on, on Jodie? Well I think like yeah, she's inspiring and um I think it's you know it's definitely not an easy thing that she's done mm. um so you know hats off to her with like her commitment and her dedication because that is definitely how she's got her results i would yeah. say um and it's possible like what sh what she did was that she saw that she had had two two pregnancies in very quick succession mm -hmm. and that the physical changes to that um to the structures that would allow both pregnancies had changed. Um, so I sort of met with her, I think probably about 12 weeks after mm -hmm. um, uh, her second. And yeah, we just assessed all of the things that we would yeah. look at in that sort of initial stage. And um, yeah, we just saw that there was a slight deconditioning in some of her abdominal tissue, her muscles, and um, there was a slight diastasis. Um, so we just worked on improving again, like I said, that connection from mind to yeah. muscle um, and making sure that the wall of her abdomen was able to cope with some of the pressures that Jack's now put her through yeah. in her training. So um, when we train, uh, this natural thing happens in our tummy called intra-abdominal pressure. 
And there's certain things when we lift weights, when we jump, when we do impact, that pressure is going to be higher. Yeah. Um, and, and when a bit like a Coke bottle, when that pressure increases, it's going to push out onto the walls of the Coke bottle and mm -hmm. our abdomen, our diaphragm, our pelvic floor are those walls, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So we just um, made sure, I just made sure that with Jack, who she chose to train with, um, he was making sure that they were spending time reconnecting with all of that um, with some exercises that we knew were stimulating yeah. that wall, um, strengthening it, and it was switching on when it should be, like it had that sparkiness, which it, because these muscles that I'm talking about work completely and utterly subconsciously. So we don't know that they're necessarily working, but with Jody, they'd sort of lost that right. um, subconscious okay. control, which is quite normal. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we just, made sure that she was consciously switching them on with certain exercises and the more she did that the more they were going to come on subconsciously okay. which is now what's happening with her training yeah. with jack Absolutely. so yeah she's done amazingly well she's um yeah a great sort of flag bearer for yeah well, well that, that's the benefit with, with with working with somebody like jodie obviously she's got the platform to hopefully give back what we just spoke about with the, the kind of the noise in terms of the miscommunication or not miscommunication, but misinformation uh, that she can hopefully lay it a little bit clearer to, to, to people that follow her because I'm sure she has a lot of mums in a similar sort of position to yeah, her. definitely. Um, to then obviously start their journey. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I kind of picked up on then, it, is there something that perhaps a, a, a new mum could do or, or somebody that could go and see to one, get an MOT to start with to figure out where they, where, they, where, they, where they are and where they need to get to. Is that something that you provide or? Yeah, so I think it's, um, yeah, you know, if we had in France, every woman is, is given a postnatal assessment from a physio at six weeks and they're given the option to have 10 physiotherapy sessions wow. following that. Because they, in France, they understand that there's, um, yeah, there's a real need yeah. that you've gone through a physical change and that you really need to sort of reconnect and rebuild. Um, but yeah, if and you know, I think from Jodie's point of view, she probably did find the first few weeks, you know, now we're looking yeah. at her and she, it seems like she's mm. there's nothing wrong. Yeah. And there, there isn't, there she's, is, yeah, yeah. she's done really well. But I'm sure um, she potentially found the first few weeks quite frustrating mm. that she was thinking, God, this is so slow. Yeah. And, and I, I hear that from lots of the clients I work with, that they're like, when am, when am I going to feel back to myself? Yeah. So we're looking at, at Jodie at a stage now where she's put in, you know, a year yeah. or more of work now. Um, so it seems like, oh, she, she's got it easy. She, yeah. she hasn't had it easy. She's, she's just been very committed. But yeah, if somebody wants to sort of think, okay, I, I want to start this journey, then I'd be, um, I'd have that sort of time frame in mind. Yeah. It doesn't just suddenly come no, back. It comes yeah. down to commitment and understanding what's right for you. Um, you can find the likes of me or somebody like me um, on two places. So there's a, an, a directory called the Squeezy app which is the sort of way to do your pelvic floor exercises. <laughs> and they've got a directory of all physios that are like me and registered yeah. with uh, our professional body. And then I've done training through a company called The Mummy MOT. Um, and they have another directory of women's health yeah, physios cool. who are registered with them. So, yeah. yeah, there's two ways. That's mad about France, though. I know. Where they actually 
really prioritize really it. Really prioritize it, yeah. I think, well, I say that it's for two reasons. One is that women go back to work at about three months. So right, okay. they have to be, they have to have an element of physical yeah. ability to do that, which is not bad, like, no. you know. Um, and then the one that, um, the other one that they say is that apparently it's all because the men want to get back to having sex with <laughs> so Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, which one's you know, right? <laughs> you can <laughs> sort of, like, understand that from yeah. a French point yeah. of view. <laughs> so. Wow. But, yeah, well, I, I guess our, our uh, country should take up yeah, and France's principle. And, and look and at it, what they're doing. And in, uh, I think it's South Korea, the women are taken away for 40 days to rest and recover. And they taught how to breastfeed and like all amazing. of these amazing things. So, yeah, yeah there's loads of different. Like, That's a whole other subject. That is a whole other subject. <laughs> yeah, a whole other subject. Um, <laughs> yeah, we definitely can. There's room for improvement in the UK, I think. Cool. Well, the with this new structure of this podcast, which is not new anymore because you're the second one to, to sit in on it, um, we kind of. Uh, ask well, ask a, a very random question yeah. <laughs> in terms of we are fitness professionals yeah. of course but what we do like is we like baked goods <laughs> we like almond um, croissants which is yeah. obviously the in industry uh, go-to at the moment yeah um so the question is if you're going into either a bakery coffee shop or a cake shop mm. what's your go-to order mm. coffee and croissants? coffee and croissant yeah um, or cake well, I'm a I'm an oat milk latte type yeah. of girl, so I like one of those. Um, I well, I always had you know was against the almond croissants until yeah. I tried one, and then I yeah, realised right. they're really good. <laughs> yeah. But my absolute Saturday treat would be a chocolate almond croissant. Chocolate from I've not Pinkman's. Had that. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. they are literally, and they sell out because they use the yesterday's pan of chocolates and put almond oh, <laughs> Can we go there? <laughs> so, if you want a serious like yeah, yeah. calorie hit, yeah, then, yeah. Uh, well, I, my, most of my workouts are fueled by almond croissants anyway. So, <laughs> the ones here are pretty yeah, good. Yeah, they well. are pretty good here, to be fair. Okay, well, thank you for uh, for taking the time to come down and see Thanks us. Thanks for having uh, me. And everybody can look up Rosie on her Instagram, which is uh, really insightful. Um, go back through it, just checking out your posts and stuff. Thank you. Uh, we look forward to seeing some more of you swimming in open water. Which is cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. Thanks, thank Rosie. Thank you very much.